0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, Fred and the Fantastics right here on Believe and Podclips. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. Art Source, one of the Fantastics. Mark Mancini not with us today. Um, Art, you like the new name of the show? Fred and the Fantastics?
1: Love it. It's fantastic, Fred. All
0: right. what, What I didn't like and I know you didn't like was last week. In the National Football League, Peacock, NBC for 110 million dollars. They didn't move the game till Monday, when it may have been a little bit warmer than minus 27 windchill factor. Any comments? Art Source,
1: Roger Goodell, 75 million dollar commissioner. They paid him in one night, and uh, just think what they did for their, you know, their broadcast partner, NBC. You know, I heard 20 million people signed up for Peacock at 595 Well, I'm not brilliant, but that's $120 million right there. So they made a $10 million profit.
0: <laughs> and let's say half stay, you know, half quit. I right? just wanted it for the one game. Half I mean, stay, $60 million next month. And then maybe they'll stay for 20 years.
1: Yeah. Now it's so up to went. NBC to capture them with their programming. And, you know, and I, I mean, they do have the PGA Tour. You know that I had to wait today to watch a little bit of the uh, the American Express tournament out in uh, in, in Palm Desert, and uh, so I mean, hey, you know, I, you know, and then we have Diamond Sports Group getting bailed out by Amazon Prime. They're going to put five or six teams' games on there. I think the Arizona Diamondbacks, Cleveland Indians, I think Cincinnati Reds. You know, they're not big markets, but it's going to give those fans a chance because there's four or five million fans for each one of those franchises. So that's all good, but at what point in time do you slay the golden egg and the golden goose? Because my question is this, Fred: How much money? And we saw what happened with with you know, with the group that you know that bought the regional package from Fox. How they started to fi- have some some financial difficulties. But at, at what level does the money become so big that? You know, you kind of lose sight of what's really going on.
0: Let me ask you a question about Diamond Sinclair. Does Sinclair allow any left-handed pitchers?
1: They're far right, I know. <laughs> but, you know, I've actually met with them. They're right down the street from where I live in. Uh, really? Yeah, in northern Mar- in northern Maryland, and they had an idea a few years ago where they wanted to to really get into sports. They bought these state of the art production trucks. I mean, spent really a lot of money. And and then halfway through the family decided, eh, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna buy the rights, we're gonna manage our 113 stations. I think they own about eight or nine of them. But yeah, the, you know, media groups are really very, very interesting, Fred. They're either and I've done some deep dives on this, they're either far to the left or far to the right. You know, is there any room for like an old journalist to, to, to kind of like let the people make their own decision? And here's here are the facts. You know, here's one side of the uh, argument. Here's the other side. You do your research, and you tell me how you feel about it. Doesn't seem to be anymore. Now they want to hammer you, you know, with what their view is. And, and I and I find that's not really journalism, is it, Fred?
0: Nope. And I think I agree with you. It's a, uh, it's hard to uh, see anything except slanted, Coverage. views, yeah. views one way or the other. You're not seeing anything down the middle. Um, but you, you let's get one thing out politically. And, and please explain this because uh, um the former bad. South Carolina governor indicates she's gonna to be tough on crime, except she is going to pardon uh Donald Trump. Uh so you're gonna put a kid away for a year for selling marijuana, and if Trump is convicted of any of these things, they're slightly worse. Than selling marijuana, so Art, explain how somebody is supposed to take any of these people seriously. Right, hat right, left doesn't make any difference. I'm confused.
1: Okay, and you know what, Fred, I am too, because the bottom line is this. All right, we have we 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 have two point five million people incarcerated. Fifty years ago, we had five hundred thousand people incarcerated. Half of those people are there on drug charges, some sort of drug charges. Okay, so it's costing a hundred thousand dollars for all taxpayers to take care of a one in one year for one person that's incarcerated. Wouldn't that money be better spent in, in rehab or, or, you know, education. So they don't have, or closing the border. So the fentanyl maybe doesn't come in. I mean, there's so many things that are so wrong right now. And, you know, as, as taxpayers, we're looking at a $35 trillion debt, which is $800 million every year, just, to stay you know up float. at what point in time do we kind of cut the spending down a little bit i mean fred we all have budgets i have a, a home budget my wife and i we have to stick within you know and, and we, we always have a little put aside because god only knows murphy's law is right around the corner something's gonna happen but we don't look at it this way we just print money babadoo just keep printing money. Let's send the $65 billion over here. Send $35 billion over there. Let's tie it all in one bill. What Aren't those separate entities? Shouldn't they be voted on separately? It, it drives me crazy, Fred, both sides, to be perfectly blunt.
0: All right. It's Fred and the Fantastics right here on Believe and Pod Clips. Uh, Artie, back to the uh, National Football Leagues. All right. So uh, Peacock got its uh, millions uh for 110 million uh CBS is going to do the same thing for Paramount you know it ABC is going to do the same thing for Hulu you know it soon everything will be streamed uh and, and the fans out there you and me and everybody else basically screwed. comment
1: yeah it's a tough you know and then i'm finding out that generation x and all the younger generations they really don't even care about sports anymore so you know, we're, we're, we're coming to a crux in the road here, a fork in the road, is, uh, as Yogi Berra used to say, we've got to take that fork in the road. <laughs> but the point I'm making is, what's next? I mean, really, if the kids don't want to really, if they're having more fun with their Apple headset, it, you, know, I, you know, doing all those, those games, what's going to happen to the world of sports 10, 12, 15 years down the line? And then we have the governor of California, you know, who you would have thought would have the kids in mind. Saying, well, maybe these kids' brains aren't formed yet. Twelve years old might be a couple years too young to have a helmet on and getting hit in the head. Could we wait till 14, your freshman year in high school? Hey, I remember the kids coming in when I taught coach freshman football. It was the greatest thing. Hey coach, where's this pad go? You know, they're putting the pads in their pants there. It was the cutest thing of all time. But then, you know, when the cubs came out, they're like, What do I do with this? <laughs> It was so cute because it's the right of becoming a man kind of when you, when you play freshman football, because I mean, you, uh, one kid will hit somebody and you'll see the tears streaming down his face and he doesn't want to cry, but boy, that really hurt. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, you know, I just wonder at what point in time, you know, are they going to have tackle football 20 years from now, Fred?
0: No, uh, the pro bowl last couple years, but basically it's flag. And, uh, Uh, Your skills and things like that. And I told you this for many times. My dad used to take me. We were standing on the sidelines. Finally, I tell my mom, please tell dad I don't want to go anymore. And this is when it was the LA Coliseum in the 70s. So give me a break. All right. um, So
1: we got four key games this week divisional weekend, my favorite weekend in sports. And we've been doing good, Fred. I've been keeping track of it. We're shooting about 63, 64% on our picks. We don't have Mark Mancini here. it's going to be a little tougher this weekend, but what are your thoughts on the, the big games this weekend?
0: Well, first of all, as already indicated, uh, as Mark is the world's worst handicapper. It's very simple to do this. So whatever side he wants, you go the other way and you become a millionaire. It it's, a, it's as simple as that. All right. We got two games on Saturday. Both uh, uh the favorites are nine and a half or 10 Baltimore at home, uh nine and a half versus Houston. Houston, of course, uh, uh, Mr. Stroud doing uh, his, his, excuse me, uh, uh, yeah, Baltimore of course uh, with Lamar Jackson doing his thing, and of course, and this is the question, Artie. We talked about this in the last show right here on the uh, I believe, uh, Network. Um, three weeks for Brock Purdy of San Francisco, and three weeks for Lamar Jackson of Baltimore. The word isn't the world stale, or is it? Or am I crazy? Well, you know, and, and
1: I've done a lot of research over this since, you know, the merger and for years it was two teams that got the uh, the, the, the the week by. And, and I've noticed that about 30% of those teams have come out flat over the years. And that's one of the things you have to work for. Now you're talking three weeks, not two weeks, because Baltimore let them sit out another week. I, I, I have an upset special tomorrow. It's going to be the opening game on e, on ESPN at 4.30 Eastern time. I think C.J. Stroud and the Texans go into Baltimore, the crab cooker, and they actually beat Baltimore. Really? And that's the reason why. Because I think – I looked at the injury list. Humphrey's out. They're still not going to get their tight end back, who I think is one of the best tight ends in football. He's not going to be there, Mark Andrews. I looked at the the amount of – D'Amico Ryan's has got this team believing in themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: And I look at this and I'm wondering, you know, nine and a half points. I don't think they care about the spread. I think they want to get out there and play great football. And there's a player on, on, on the Texans, number 12, who I think is the most underrated player in the national football league. He's a wide receiver. He is just fabulous. And I also like the little Mechie guy from Alabama. I think he's got speed. I think this is going to really be the upset special. So that's my upset special tomorrow. And then, of course, tomorrow night, I think the 49ers, as much as I love what Love has been able to do, 21 touchdowns, one interception in the last eight games, I just have a funny feeling that, that the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan are going to find a way to, to win that game. I see them winning that game like 34-17. But those are the Saturday games. What are your thoughts on those?
0: Uh, again, I'm one of these people that uh, I'm not going to ever give nine and a half or ten, because you're going to lose two out of three times. So even though... would you the, think the about maybe it,
1: like like teasing them, taking seven, to take them both down to like 2.5? That,
0: that, that's a lot easier. Uh, and let's talk one, one second about uh, sports wagering. Mm-hmm. Right here on uh, the uh, Fred, Fred and the Fantastics on Believe. Tuesday of this week, Sacramento was at Phoenix in the NBA. With six minutes to go, Phoenix was down by 22 points. So they did the analytics on the screen. The odds of Phoenix winning were, the odds of Sacramento winning were 99.9%. Folks, do I have to tell you that the Kings blew it and they lose by, I think, one or two? Artie, I think the NBA is the toughest game to wager. I mean, I've had success in baseball. I've had some success in in pro football. But for me, by far, the toughest is the NBA. Agree or disagree?
1: Oh, totally, Fred. I mean, especially now that, you know, they don't play the amount of defense they played in the 80s. You used to be able to take a look at a team and say, wow, that's a great defensive team. They're going to keep them under 100. If they can score 108, I'm laying four. You know, 110, 96. Now you can't do it. You don't. It's like an all-star game. Every game is like, you know, the overs and unders are 230, 235. I don't know how you even bet on them. Um, You know, all my Gigi and Guido, my great uncles, you know, they, they were constantly gambling. And they always said, baseball, take the best pitcher and the hottest hitters. And if a team's won three in a row, keep them rolling. Take the hot team football very similarly you know if you've got a good defense and you got a good quarterback take that team but you know when it comes to basketball nowadays you know i was watching uh the other night it was uh Embiid and the in the sixers were playing oh somebody and, and they had like a nine point lead they were given six nine point lead with like 11 seconds left and they take the ball out you know how they like let them like the ball rolls all the way up toward the midcourt line, pick it up before eight seconds. And then they're in the boom. They hit a three. They foul, two missed free throws. They come down. A guy launches it from like 30 feet in the middle of nowhere. Pew. So your six point spread, they lose, but they win by five. And I'm like, how did that happen? How does that? Well, you know, sports center calls it bad
0: beats. <laughs> yeah. No, there are a lot of bad beats in the NBA. All right. Uh... The game's on Sunday now. Detroit, six and a half versus uh Tampa Bay. And and certainly uh uh Baker played uh well last week. Um uh, Goff played fantastically well against a very good Rams team, but of course the Rams forgot that you could only have three timeouts per half. Um uh six and a half and the Lions are favorite at home. Who do you like? Boy, this is a this is
1: the toughest one for me to look at. Um I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with Tampa Bay and take the six and a half. I might even buy a half point or a point to seven and a half, um, just because I think I think Baker Mayfield's on a little bit of a roll here. He's found a home in Tampa Bay. Detroit, as good as they are, they make some key mistakes. Now, the key to the game is going to be can Detroit's running game run. On Tampa Bay's defense, Tampa Bay's defense looked dang good last week. So I, I you know, I mean, I'm going to have to take.
0: But, go ahead, but, but Gibbs and Montgomery together, pretty good to tandem in the basket for Detroit.
1: Yeah, that's thunder and lightning. I mean, that's what scares me here. So you know that the probably the best bet in this one would be to hope that they play great defense and take under the fifty.
0: <laughs> All right, finally uh, on Sunday, of course, what a matchup. Uh, Uh, Quite a matchup. Uh, Buffalo and folks, it's uh, snowing. It will be snowing on Sunday night um, and they're paying $20 per hour to clean the the snow off the field. Buffalo's a two and a half point favorite versus KC. I think, just a hunch, Mahomes has a big game. They found their second receiver uh, uh, in in rookie Reese and Kelsey's not going to drop three. And Taylor is going to be singing to the moon uh, up in the stands. And uh, all things together, I'm going to take KC. I think they'll win straight up. Uh, you get 120. Uh, you know, when
1: you get won. the defending Super Bowl champions and you get points, you know, my, my uncle, uncle Gigi used to always tell me, when you get one of those things that the spread's right around three and a half, two and a half, and you can move around a little bit. He always liked, you know, he would like, love to take Kansas City and get the three and a half, Take Buffalo, lay the two and a half, and hopes for a three-point game. That way you win both sides. And it only happens probably once, once out of every 125 bets or so. But, boy, it's a huge way to go. So I'm going to try to research that out a little bit, but I agree with you. I think Andy Reid, with that 23-16 and 16 playoff record, McDermott's a 50-50 playoff coach. Um, You know, Harbaugh's 11-9 and in the playoffs. Shanahan's a good coach, 6-3, and but he doesn't win the the big, big game. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go that way, take Kansas City and Andy Reid in that
0: ballgame. All right, in 30 seconds, I think there's no question, and all my relatives went to the University of Michigan, my preponderance of my relatives, Jim Harbaugh has to leave the collegiate game because the NCAA is going to hit him with a major, major penalty anyways. So he might end up as the Chargers coach, but he will end up somewhere in the NFL. Thirty seconds, your comments.
1: I, he's got to. he he absolutely does. There's too many charges against him; they're coming after him. It's very similar to the Pete Carroll situation many, many years ago at USC. Um, and Harbaugh should take the Charger job. The only thing that'll keep that from happening is Dean Spanos and the Charger organization. Um, otherwise, you know, you might see him—you might see him with the other. There's seven jobs open. Belichick's going to definitely, I've got my sources, Belichick's going to be in Atlanta and uh, he's in love with Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins wants to play for him. That's going to transform that franchise. Um, Mike Vrabel, I'd love to see him in Seattle. There's a lot of good coaches out there. Tomlin's coming back, I hear. Looks like McCarthy's coming back. Looks like Sirianni and uh, Lurie had a nice discussion. He's going to come back. The funny thing is, what what are the Washington Commanders going to do? They need to they need to get a coach, and they have Eric Bieniemy right there. Is Eric Bieniemy ever going to get a chance to coach, Fred?
0: Probably not, folks, uh, for a couple of reasons, and uh, one of them might be uh, black white, but the other thing might be uh, the problems he had uh, long, long, a quarter, yep. quarter of a century ago. All right, for Art, for Mario, thank you guys for listening very much to Fred and the Fantastics right here on Believe Sports Biz Sports Media and, of course, PodClips. Bye, everybody.